everybody, and welcome back to episode 81 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Uh, how are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking mm-hmm. for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we have got the show for you. That's right. That's right. We're here with all the lukewarmness. <laughs> the wet, moist puddle. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but we do keep... Uh, Keep that thing on us. Hmm? Mm. Yeah, we got that thing on us. No, we keep warm. Yeah. Lukewarm. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. You know what the temperature is inside of Tauntaun? Hmm? Lukewarm. <laughs> uh, Bite me. Whoa. I might. Huh? Uh, this week, I, 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 we, don't, we, got a, we don't got a working title on the thing, but basically, mm-hmm. we want to talk about games that we think are improved by mods. Yeah. Essentially, but I think the underlying implication is that, like, because I don't want to get too stuck in the weeds, because it's like kind of like a blanket statement of like most games are improved by mods. That's one of the goals, you know, right? But I think it needs to be a game that like is mid to good, anywhere from bad to good, but it's like, damn, that's really good with the mods. Yeah, yeah. Just why, why you're modding it? Yeah, yeah, and and why it's like, fuck, you know, it's. That's all right. You know, Minecraft's good. But we're also going to be talking about some mods that are in there where it's like... Why was that not? Yeah, why this is such a good thing to have in there. Yeah, it's so such crucial. a core. Yeah. Why not have that in the original? Yeah. yeah. But we'll be talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before that, I do have an update on the Unity uh, game engine Unity. story. Unity! Um, I've got some uh, departures at EA. Um, some unionizing... Uh, some strange gaming news from the iPhone world. Okay, okay. Uh, we did get a trailer for Aquaman 2, uh, The Lost Kingdom. And we got an update on uh, the Lando Calrissian like, spinoff oh, yeah. story, I guess we'll say. Uh, so if you're ready. Let's we'll, fucking do it. We'll do it. We'll I'll start at the top with the, uh, the Unity update. Yeah, yeah. Unity! So let's see. The uh, I want to point out the. Uh, so for those that, d- that didn't listen last week or didn't recall, basically the brief uh, catch up is that Unity is a game engine that is pretty popular amongst the indie game developer, uh, you know, space because they have multiple tiers of access, ranging from basic with no cost up to like professional level that you pay for, uh, and. They decided to announce that, hey, from now on, or starting like January 1st, I think, at the start of the year, anytime somebody installs Unity, you're, the developer is going to get charged a fee. Uh, and it's over a certain threshold. I think we decided it was $200,000 or 2 million downloads. Or was it 200,000 downloads? I think it's 200. No, 200,000 downloads. I think it was 200,000 each. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were not happy about that um, because it was pretty like there was a lot of math being worked out of like yeah this could bankrupt some people depending on what the yeah i wouldn't be happy about what the setup of the game is you know if it's a free game right right then why but it gets super popular they're still getting charged yeah so unless they're microtransactioning which i mean obviously nobody likes right then they're going bankrupt yep Ah. damn now i did want to point out a little update that i i had uh that i discovered along the way the current CEO of Unity mm-hmm. is the same CEO who was in charge of EA in like 2009. Oh, brother. When uh, FIFA 09 came out, or FIFA 10, whichever one it was, came out. And uh, that one apparently was notoriously like 
chock full of microtransactions and just was not cool. Love and it. And he's the same guy that's known for saying, if you aren't, you know, my, if you aren't microtransactioning your game out, you're fucking stupid. And it's like, oh, neat. All right. So the, the reputation that EA has of like nickel and diming mm. kind of starts with this guy. Well, <laughs> all right then. Yeah. Uh, and a new report from Bloomberg shows that uh, there's some changes coming to the policy, and that's backed up by Unity saying, we have heard you. This is their tweet, right? Because everything's got to be a tweet. Naturally. Uh, they say, oh, sorry, my Twitter's opening. We've heard you, good people. <laughs> Friends, Romans, Wins, countrymen, countrymen, lend me your ears. They say, we have heard you. We apologize for the, conf- uh, the confusion and angst. The runtime fee policy uh, we announced on Tuesday caused. Angst makes it sound like they were being petty, doesn't it? A little bit. Angsty sounds like a teenager, you know. Your childish outrage has been heard. It's not childish. No Mm-mm. fucking charges out uh, the ass. They say, we are listening, talking to our team members, community, customers, and partners, and we will be making changes to the policy. We will share an update in a couple of days. Thank you for your honest and critical feedback. And I loved it. Uh, I don't. I can't see it here because it's a, uh, like a, a, a copied-in tweet as opposed to fully Twitter. But Jeff Keeley, who runs like the Game Awards and the Summer Games Fest. Yeah, I and all that. out with Jeff Keighley. <laughs> Me and Jeff Keighley smoked pot, actually. <laughs> no, he, like, just has been on them since the start. And, like, his thing was basically, like, we won't shut up until you say what it is. Yeah. Like, don't, this is half measure. Don't tell us we're going to, we're going to listen. What are you saying? Yeah. Basically, if it's not a full reversal, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told him to say that. You figured. He was, yeah, he, he called he, me and said, I don't know what to say about yeah, all this. He called me like 3 a.m. And he was like, hey, man, I just, I'm really sweating on this. I'm thinking on it. Yeah. I said, I'm, lo- I'm losing sleep. And you said, hey, let me hear, Jeffy, what you got? Yeah. Yeah, I call him Jeffy. We're close. Like yeah, we're, we're close. I call him Jay. <laughs> G-Dog. Yeah. And so why would it be G-Dog? Because his name is Jeff. G-E-O-F-F. I thought you were his fucking friend, Chris. I mean, I just call him Jay. You know, <laughs> I just call him Jay. And you know what? He lets me. Yeah. Because we're just that we're tight. We're just that fucking tight. <laughs> It's because the amount of pot that we smoke. Yeah. <laughs> we blazing that shit up on the daily. On the rig. Yeah. You wouldn't fucking be able to pick Jeff Keeley out of a lineup. Watch how fast I could. No, no. 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 You couldn't pick up somebody that you work with out of a lineup half the time. Uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah. You're like a fucking, either a two-year-old or an 89-year-old. You just, facial recognition is starting to go bad on you. Mm-mm. No, I'm bad with names. The faces yeah. that I know. Yeah, you're like, fuck, I know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so according to Bloomberg, some of the changes, uh, this comes from Jason Schreier. Unity told staffers in a meeting this morning that it's considering capping fees to 4% of a game's revenue for customers making over a million dollars. Additionally, installations that count toward reaching the threshold of fee enforcement won't be retroactive. So basically, after the if a game releases now and then the change goes into effect in January, it's any downloads after January 1st that start the countdown. Okay. Um, still, we've yet to hear from Unity directly. This is according to IGN. They've reached out to Unity and have not had any response. Tag Unity's, Unity's pretty quiet on the on <clears throat> there, other than their official tweets. So, sounds like they're scrambling. Now, I've seen some people, I don't know how, I, how accurate it is, but I've seen quite a few people saying that allegedly... Uh, a lot of like the CEO and a lot of board members sold off a lot of stocks like two to three weeks ago. You think they're going under? Well, no, no, no. <sighs> I think they knew they were going to make this announcement. Oh, and sold off stocks ahead of 
That's insider trading, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, that's illegal. Now, insider trading, unless you're Martha Stewart, pretty much never gets you in trouble. But because generally people who are doing insider trading are rich, important white people. Yeah. And uh, they don't really blue collar crime or white collar crime doesn't generally go uh, punished. Mm -mm. So we're just in the wrong business. Yeah, we got to get we got to start wearing ties and moving fucking stacks. That's right. I mean, that's I mean, snap checks and no snap, necks snap and necks cash and checks, cash checks, uh, cash some necks. You know what I'm saying? We're here to interview as a team today. <laughs> Where the fuck shit up? Uh, let's see here uh, on the gaming front. Still, the game director behind Jedi Survivor and mm-hmm. uh, you heard me, Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order. Uh, his name is Stig oh, Stig Asmussen. Asmussen. Uh, is leaving Electronic Arts. Oh, piss. Yeah. Uh, Did he say why? So he says, after careful thought and consideration, uh, this is from uh, EA, it's like, this is the official statement. After careful thought and consideration, Stigas Musen has decided to leave Respawn to pursue other adventures, and we wish him the best of luck. Veteran Respawn leaders will be stepping up to guide the team as they continue their work on Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So... He deuced out. He deuced, deuced. Uh, I, I'm sure it was, a, you know, in quotes, you always see the citing creative differences or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he's going off to make his own studio. I mean, that that's a pretty common yeah. uh, tr- you know, trajectory. But uh, I, that sucks because two of the best Star Wars games are those two. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just makes me wonder about a sequel to those. Now, granted, I mean, Respawn Entertainment, which is who does that, also does Titanfall and Apex. Let me spit something at you here. Spit it. So we haven't talked about this, and we're probably not going to, which gives me an excuse to talk about it. Okay. I'm all caught up on Ahsoka. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I am not. I've watched a single episode. Do you care if I talk about it? And I bet you since since everything's on the same time frame, they're probably going to introduce Cal in the new movie about Thrawn. Well, no, because Cal, at that point, Cal would be. We can see an older Cal. Yeah, we can see an older Cal. Yeah. But I'm curious if it's a a matter of how that segues into that and he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't like it. Mm, I don't know. Because Ahsoka's been so bad. And so, like, if they're doing Cal, I think Ahsoka being mid is why he's leaving. I would think he's leaving for EA reasons. Sure. Not Star Wars reasons. Word. Yeah, because I'm sure he's got more under his belt than just considering he's the guy that he he worked on God of War back on PS2 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is why I wonder if he's going off to make his own thing, his own studio finally. Yeah. Um, or if he, there's something he wanted to do that they were like, "Nah, you got to stick on Star Wars because that's our." You know, you, you do good on Star Wars, kid. Well, what is it? I mean, if you're under contract with them, what's the thing right now? Is like you can't even if you have it done, you can't be on another contract. That's what a big thing for the writer strike is for video games. It's like if you're doing one thing, like you can't do another. The writers aren't on strike from the video games. It's, it's something that's going on. I thought it was writers I or know developers. That, I know the actors are looking at boycotting or at going on strike against the video game. Yeah, yeah. But there's already been some strikes that started with video games. So like AI, like for developing. Most of the video game industry isn't unionized other than the actors. I thought it was something I saw. I could be wrong. I'll have to follow up on this. Yeah. 
going to bring news, baby. Hey. Have it pulled up. We can talk about whatever we want. I mean, we, can we can just talk can out of our ass. Yeah, we can say anything's factual. <laughs> just say it confidently. Yeah. No, game developers that. are going on strike. Yeah, all of them. Breaking in. Yeah. The rail companies uh, are going on strike. The post offices, fucking the ship laborers. laborers. NASA's it's launching all. nukes. <laughs> I'm going in theaters yelling fire. <laughs> SpaceX is going to fucking Venus. Yep. Yep. They're going to start launching comets at Venus to slow down its rotation. Jeff Bezos released his fourth testicle. Jeff Bezos started on OnlyFans. <laughs> Times are tough. You would not believe what he does with that bald head. Anyways, Marvel Studios visual effects workers did vote unanimously to unionize. Good. Good. So I remember a few weeks back I did talk about that they were wanting to. Mm-hmm. Uh, join Yahtzee, which is the kind of catch-all union for uh, the film industry, mm-hmm. where, you know, if you're not an actor or a writer or a director, you're probably in Yahtzee <laughs> or not represented like the VFX artists. Now, uh, granted, like I did, the caveat that I did uh, post, you know, when we talked about this previously, is that it isn't like everybody that's ever worked on a Marvel film. It's like the core group that are like employed directly by Marvel. No. So it's like 100 VFX artists, something like that. Uh, But the quote is, Today, VFX workers at Marvel Studios spoke with a unanimous collective voice demanding fair pay for the hours they work, health care, a safe and sustainable working environment, and respect for the work they do. This was from IATSE's VFX organizer, Mark Patch. There could be no stronger statement highlighting the overwhelming need for us to continue our work and bring union protections and standards to all VFX workers across the industry. And there could be no stronger example of the courage and solidarity of these workers than each and every one of them declaring union yes. So they uh, they said, yeah, we're, we're doing it. Um, and, you know, obviously this is coming off the back of a lot of heat being thrown towards Marvel of like crunch and it not paying off either. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're making these people fucking slave, over slave away at an office for not a good show. Yeah, for yeah, to not have anything to show for it when you'd be better off paying them better, employing more people and letting them work on it for the time they need, uh, you know. So I, th- I do wonder if I think VFX is one of the industries that's the most behind yep. because it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up becoming the start of something. I think it's in the air anyways. No. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah, you know what? Fuck these studios. You know, they're making billions. What is it? Warner- getting scraps. Was it Warner Brothers announced or said something, uh, they, they made a statement, I don't remember what governmental body they were reporting to, but they were reporting like a $400 million loss due to the strikes. And one of the, the strike leaders was like, "It would our demands would cost less than $45 million. Yeah. And they're willing to lose $400 million to just not do that. Yeah. You know, it's just they're saying no because they can. Yeah, it doesn't make business sense. The only thing that they're doing is going, well, if we give them this, then we're going to have to give them. This. And it's more because they're afraid of what they're going to give up will cost them in the long run, yeah. which is that AI, you know, that they just refuse to discuss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're obviously obviously the 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 unions are on the right page if the studios are willing to lose four hundred million dollars to yeah. not discuss it. All right, well, <laughs> all right. Well, you're going to continue to lose yeah. the money. I hope they go bankrupt. Yeah, but we uh, should we should open up a new studio where we pay people properly. We won't use AI. Yeah, let me just grab that from my savings account to yeah. start the bankroll on this. Sounds good. I'll make some calls. <laughs> Get the president on the phone. <laughs> I floated him a brick. I need I my need money. I need my money. 
I don't know what that's from, but every time I see it, it's called title like Dracula Flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a demon. <laughs> uh, so VFX workers reported 18-hour workdays, strict turnarounds, and working through meal breaks. Mm. Uh, and these are the folks I worked on various of the films and TVs at Marvel Studios, like WandaVision, Avengers Infinity and Endgame, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, yeah, and yeah. She-Hulk. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, though. All right. Uh, you know, maybe a little blood, sweat, and tear was worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a banging. <laughs> that was probably banger. the best Marvel movie since. Yeah, but I don't know that it was the best because of its visuals. You know what I mean? I think it could have had lackluster yeah. VFX, and I still would have enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? That's true. Whereas Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was like a, the movie was mid- the graphics were mid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that ends up being like a... A mid-movie? If if the story isn't grabbing you, you have time to stop and look. It's a very B-listing movie. Yeah. Paul Rudd's a B-listing actor. <laughs> Fuck you dogging dog. on him. <laughs> yeah, it's all Paul, Rudd, Paul Rudd's fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd is the reason why Ant-Man's trash. <laughs> he plays a good Ant-Man. Yeah. I like Paul Rudd. Man doesn't age. Mm-mm. No, he really doesn't. He's a beautiful specimen. He's Jewish, too. Yeah. Yep, it sure is. You see, see the fucking outtakes from Between Two Ferns. Oh yeah, those fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him, and, him and Brie Larson. <laughs> he asks her something the effect of like, "I hear that you're uh, very personal and decline tend to decline to answer questions that make you uncomfortable." This is a two parter. Is that true? And how old were you when you got your period? <laughs> and she just fucking breaks out laughing. Yeah. Uh, it's on the iPhone front here. Yeah. First of all, sing praises. It will have the USB-C port as the charging port. And we can finally burn our bras, get rid of the fucking uh, lightning cables. Yeah. Unless you've got an iPad that uses it like I do, in which case you got to have fucking both cables. Is yours USB-C? It is. Is it? That's the newest one. Yeah, I got the newest iPad from an open box at Best Buy for like 400 bucks. Yeah. Fuck it. Yoink! Cash, bro. Cash. So, Apple, that's their like... I don't know what you call it. I forget what they fucking call them, but, you know, their presentation of like, hey, here's all of our stuff, mm-hmm. you know, look at my nuts. Yeah. Apple said, hey, bitch, you're going to fucking play video games on our phones now. And uh, I think it's just a flex of their new um, chipset, which yeah. is like the A17 or whatever. That shit's going to be running games like proper games. So apparently it was the Apple Wonderlust event. That's what's listed here. Uh, uh, the iPhone 15 Pro specifically is getting a lineup of AAA games, including Resident Evil 4 Remake, Resident Evil Village, Death Stranding, and Assassin's Creed Mirage. Now the one, the thing that caught my eye was that they were touting Resident Evil Village running at 30 FPS. That's what Starfield runs at mm-hmm. on Xbox is 30 FPS. So like they're running it on, you know, it's comparable to. A modern game. Imagine how hot that thing's gonna get. <laughs> right? That's what you and I were talking about. I was like, what's the battery life gonna be like? It's gonna die real quick. Yeah. Um, so it is a huge milestone for mobile gaming, obviously. Um as long as I can play my candy crush. Yeah, right. But Assassin's Creed Mirage is the big, you know, list there because it's, it's a, a new game. release. Yeah, it, it hasn't it's not out yet. Uh it comes out this October. Well, I mean, like all Assassin's Creed's have always been large games. Sure, yeah. But I just mean like you're, it's a relative. It's close to a launch title. It's going to be coming out next beginning of next year, but it comes out on all consoles. This mm-hmm. fall. imagine seeing that from now on. Like you see, like Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, and then iPhone, Apple. iOS. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, and that seems to kind of be where they're headed. Um, I, there was a lot of rumors going around that um, Apple might be looking to start buying up some game studios and trying to expand and create like a gaming division, which doesn't surprise me because it's, you know. It's a monopoly, man. It, it's, it's a growth. I don't know, man. <laughs> it makes me sick. No, I mean, you know, figure the end game of capitalism is growth. Yeah, so if you don't... We need to cut that off real quick. If you, if you can't grow, you gotta, you die. So they're like, well, what's... Uh, you know, their phones are now becoming able to play higher-end games. Would make sense for them to buy up some game studios and go, you're going to make first-party games for our iPhone. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to invest into some like some cloud gaming, you know, streaming games directly to the phone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But the exciting thing was that Backbone's USB-C controller will work on yeah. it so if you're gonna play games on it you've got a controller as opposed to using the touchscreen controls mm. on that's my big thing is i hate yeah. using the touchscreen i do too um what was that game called was it infinity blade there was like a really popular iphone game that like burned your fucking battery up it like looked pretty nice at the time i'm sure now it looks like a fucking ps3 game sure. but well there was one called shadow fight 3 <laughs> dude that one always looked so fucking good yeah and then you look back and you're like oh it's not that great it's, actually yeah, it's all right uh, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty intense news. Like Death Stranding, another big game. The Resident Evil games. Resident Evil 4 is the remake constantly comes up in the Game of the Year talks. Oh, well, yeah. Resident Evil Village I had a really good time with. Mm-hmm. I started it and never finished it. Yeah, get in there, baby. Yep. And then, like we said, Assassin's Creed Mirage being a, a, a new release coming to the iPhone is pretty intense. So be interested to see if that's successful for them, if they do lean into it further. Sure. You know, or if it's like a, eh, it didn't, mm, really, didn't yeah. really pan out. We'll see. And then uh, the one that I'm the most excited to talk about. We got a trailer for Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. Uh, Woof. It looked bad. I it, just, it looked fine to me. <laughs> not like, I'm not like, yo! But it didn't... Uh, the CGI looked goofy. There was one shot in particular that Aquaman looked like a rubber doll. Yeah. Uh, we did get like the sneakiest little peek at Mera. Yep, and uh, <laughs> everybody was laughing because the only shot they show her in the trailer, she's punching the glass. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. You're gonna get, you're gonna show it to us. She's probably in the middle of a swing, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it seems like. Um, do you think they cut a lot of Amber Heard out of the movie? I would think they would do their best to pair her back. But it's that problem of, like, the movie's already underway when it all happens. Yeah. And she's Aquaman's wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she's a pretty pretty critical role. So it's like, you got to find a way to pair that back. I mean. And not sacrifice the movie, you know. They did that with Johnny Depp for uh, Fantastic Beasts. Well, they just recast him entirely. Mm-hmm. But the movie wasn't done then. Cut her out. Mo cap someone else in. <laughs> fucking get uh get fucking Christopher Walken no, to do it. No, no, no. What's the guy's name that did Johnny Depp? Get oh. fucking uh, uh Mads Mickelson yeah. in there. Just fucking put him in a red wig and just have him kissing on Jason Moa. Perfect. I mean I'd pay to see it. Yeah. I would want to go watch the movie then. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I heard that there's like a fucking seven and a half minute long sex scene between you're lying Mads Mikkelsen and Jason Momoa in the <laughs> Aquaman movie it's like how the news reported on uh, the what was it prolonged and full nudity in uh, Oppenheimer and yeah. it was like 
there's some boobs and you might get like a shadowy shot of uh, what's his name's nuts. I <laughs> <laughs> know exactly what you're talking about. See an IMAX and you know he's sitting in the chair. You're like, oh, there's balls right there. <laughs> no, fucking nuts. I can see his fucking nuts. In the Did you see there's Elon like, Musk tweeted a picture of Amber, Amber Heard as Mercy? <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it Mercy? The cosplay from yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> fucking dweeb. I don't like that everybody's like, allegedly Elon Musk would do this. And then he was like, oh no, I did do that. <laughs> allegedly. Like, I fucking like, did. Allegedly. Here's the proof. Here's the proof, bitch. It's in the pudding. Here's like, the pudding. He's married and has three kids with a woman. And he's like, oh yeah, I've got her dressed up in that shit all the time. Makes <laughs> a man bust. <laughs> like Elon, baby. You have a not kid. everything is gold. I'll <laughs> tell you. Most of it's not actually. <laughs> Just because you own the platform doesn't mean you got to actively participate did as much. Did you see that? Uh, he... What do you say? He he posted a harmless meme on Twitter. Well, X now. I guess it's, it's not Twitter. called. Yeah, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. And it was Ice Cube. And it was like, this is Ice Cube now. And it was just a glass of water. And I was like, do you feel old yet? And Ice Cube like clapped back and <laughs> was like, posted a picture of the original Twitter icon. And then the next one was just a dumpster on fire. And you just feel old yet. <laughs> Damn. This fucking Ice Cube. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care. Uh-uh. Fuck him. Cold blood. Yeah, I mean, whatever, dude. Aquaman, it'll come out. We'll probably go see we'll it. We'll probably not go see it. <laughs> no, we're going to go see it. We went and saw The Flash, and then we went and saw Blue Beetle. But Blue Beetle looked good and was. Yeah, it's pretty good. I just still cannot stop thinking about fucking Shazam Fear the Gods getting 250,000 views in Oof. its first three days on HBO Max. <laughs> That's such a low number. Yeah. I was like, fuck. But like I said, it's a movie that I, until I hear the name, I go, oh, shit, I forgot that it came out. Yeah, I forgot. So, who knows, man. Aquaman did, like, almost $1.2 billion at the box office. So, this one might be another hit. People love Jason Momoa. People like Jason Momoa. He's a bankable guy. I do wonder how much, like, DC tarnish there is. Did you see about what happened with Oprah and Dwayne? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, Oprah the billionaire being like... Hey, you guys, you fucking lazy pieces of shit should give money to Maui. Yeah. And Dwayne Johnson, one of the highest paid actors, is also like, yeah, you motherfuckers, donate. It's like, you, Oprah, bitch, why don't you fucking just give the money? You guys said that you were going to donate $10 million. It's $5 million each. That's like... Nothing. That's, that's a drop in your bucket. Yeah. Just fucking do it, bro. Yeah, You're gonna don't ask me. It's that out of touch thing. It's the same thing like Gal Gadot doing the Imagine when the... When the Pandora, uh, pandemic, pandemic first started and you just got a bunch of rich people sitting by their pools going imagine all the people and you're like I, I'm, fucking I'm still cramped. having to go to work in a fucking <laughs> yeah. mask and you know as far as we thought risk my life daily yeah. to give people fucking groceries <laughs> and you're like sitting in your home going man this is one of the hardest things we've ever had to do isn't it yeah, shut the fuck you've up you've got a fucking movie theater in your home <laughs> literally man <laughs> lick my nuts anyways Elton John. <laughs> I, I don't think he was in that video. No, he wasn't. No. Um, what's her name was? Uh, you got it. She was in Come on, American now. Horror Story. She's got the weird looking lip. She's got the weird looking lip. <laughs> her top lip looks pointy. Sarah Paulson? Could be. That sounds right. Really good actress. Very Is she talented. in most of the American Horror Stories? Yeah. yeah, it's Sarah Paulson. Yeah, she's got the weird lip and the brown eyes that just look lifeless. <laughs> What'd you say about her brown eye? Donald Glover uh, is going to be, you know, whatever his Lando project was, right? Mm, mm. Steven Glover is writing the thing uh, along with Donald. They're changing the project from a Disney series, a Disney Plus series, into a movie. 
Oh, word. So I'm down with that. Yeah. He, as Lando, was one of my favorite parts of the Solo movie. Yes. I thought the Solo movie was pretty just okay. fine. I don't think it was bad. No, but it was like, eh. Like, I'll, I, I, w- I would watch it again if I'm ever like... Just a Saturday and I'm bored. I'm like, mm, I'll yeah. Throw that I on. think it's a it's another movie that like I forget existed mm-hmm. until I'm reminded of it. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I did like Phoebe Waller Bridge as uh, the android. Yeah, and then yeah, you know, and then you've got Lando. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I mean, I'm not like Woody Harrelson uh, was a big wolf. Yeah, not it. good in that. Okay, the, good. The I acting. was like, we've talked yeah, about this. Before. Yeah, when you were like Woody Harrelson in that, I thought you were to be like Woody Harrelson in that, and I'm like, no. There's a scene where they're on top of the train, and he goes, "Ah, I'm never gonna hear the end of it." And yeah. it was such like a, yeah. that's the final cut. <laughs> that's the best one they got. Well, in that movie, got, they had to reshoot it the entire the whole movie. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got filmed twice basically. So it's a miracle that it money. turned out fine. Yeah, it did not you make its I mean? money back. It's a miracle that it turned out. It's honestly a good thing it's forgettable because it could have been very bad. Yeah. Well, we certainly arguably, arguably being forgettable is worse than being bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because at least bad is memorable. Mm-hmm. You talk about it. It's mm-hmm. the whole any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. <laughs> and we just forget that Shazam exists. That what? That Shazam. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shazam, Fear of the Gods. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that. Had fucking, not Meryl Streep. What's the other one's name? <laughs> oh, my God. What is her name? Um, are we gonna do this? What is her name? I mean, I, if only we had technology. <sighs> SpongeBob, we have technology. Shazam! Ooh, ooh. Fury of the Gods cast. What the fuck is her name? It's gonna kill me. Male Streep and uh... Helen Mirren. That's what I was gonna say. The British Meryl Streep. That's right. Or the American Helen Mirren. I don't. I don't know. Is is Meryl Streep American? No. I'm pretty sure. They they are the same person in my head, so I always struggle with that. Yeah, she's American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psh, I know my shit. Yeah, they're just the same person in my head. Like I if there's, American. If there's a bunch of folders in my head, the, the, all other shit goes in the same folder. Yeah, mine's just a fucking tornado. <laughs> just a desk with papers on it. Yeah. <laughs> just put it on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's there somewhere. It's, um, I was that kid in school. Or like if I put shit where it belonged, I lost it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the last place I'm looking. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so it's revealed it's going to be a movie, um, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it is strange that like feels weird to talk about future projects because it's all up in the air. Like Obviously, the strike's not going to last forever. Hopefully. But it's like, who even fucking knows, man? You know, it doesn't show any signs of stopping. But that's, the, that's what I was going to ask is like, what if it just doesn't stop? What if it just keeps going on until... I mean, it, it'll have to stop eventually. The end will either be the writers just can't afford to not write. I hope it doesn't come to that. I bro. don't either. Or the studios finally go, all right, fuck, fine. You know. What do you think like us as viewers can do to contribute? I mean, honestly, like not seeing the movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, just not. Do you think? Do you think canceling as an subscriptions audience? to streaming services, things like that, not giving them money mm-hmm. while they're waiting, yeah. basically. Make them take away as much revenue while they're, you know, because basically the writers aren't getting money other than from like donations and things mm-hmm. like that. But the studios get money when you go to see their movies, when yeah. you pay a monthly subscription fee, things like that. Yep. They're still getting money. So do you think taking it, as much of that away? Do you think enough people would be willing to boycott? No. Mm-mm. That's the sad part. There's just too much apathy about most things. No. You know, where people are just like, whatever, man, you know. And unfortunately, when times are tight for people, 
sometimes the general consensus is to like push other people down as opposed to like band together. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for us to be like, well, why should they get paid when I'm not getting paid as opposed to being like, yeah, we should all get paid. You know what I mean? All right, man. You want to talk about games that are uh, made better by mods? Yeah. Yeah. What you got, bitch? So the first, I'm gonna call you a bitch. The first you, one, you I, my main bitch. But the first one I want to talk about, obviously, which I know we've talked about in the past, but mm-hmm, we can mm-hmm. just talk generally speaking. Um, the entire Fallout series. Yeah, just. I think we can go on a rant and just say, and pretty much any Bethesda game after Oblivion. Yeah. Is made better by mods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like we played a little bit into New Vegas. Um, which wasn't a made by Bethesda, but still, it was, it was published by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's using their engine. So. Yeah, yeah, because there's that New Vegas multiplayer mod. Yeah, and we we were that's playing. one of my favorite genres of mod is, is making it multiplayer. making it a multiplayer game. You figure we played Skyrim together, mm-hmm. and we, for all intents and purposes, worked pretty all right. It worked better than New Vegas. Yeah, there was a lot of front the 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 labor was front loaded. There yes. was a lot of work to get it to work. Yes. But then once we did, it was pretty fine. We're, we're cooking. Yeah. We got steam. Didn't disconnect or anything like that too much. Mm-mm. Now, New Vegas did. Yeah. New we Vegas had a bunch of connection issues and like duplicated, duplicates of everything and yeah. stuff like that. The, the hard part, I think, with those types of games, that if they could get that piece right, would be fucking tits. Gnarly. Would be if they could sync the quests. Yeah. That we are questing on this together. Mm-hmm. That would be pr- fucking... You need to get, speaking of quests, you need to get an Oculus Quest. I haven't played mine in forever, and I want to. We can play Phasmophobia. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shrieking and screaming. Labyrinthine has VR. Dude, imagine being in that. The catacombs? A, the mines that we're in right now, dude. Yeah, fuck So fucking happens. dark. <laughs> but no, I mean, Bethesda games are so synonymous with like modding yeah. that Starfield already has plenty of mods out for it. And so you know, where they're like, all right, man, let's get in there. And I think, but like, I think the thing you're going to find is most RPGs, like open world RPGs are made better by mods because there's just, it's an open world. So there's a lot of opportunity or yeah. to like make it feel fuller. Yeah. Cause those are some of my favorite mods for fallout are the mods that just make the, the wasteland feel more, lived in yeah and that's those were some of the other mods i was going to be talking about especially in like fallout 4 Mm -hmm. um like i remember getting one for a lot more different like is tattered apparel sure so which made it like everything was like um still the same Mm -hmm. but looked more worn looked more worn which is going to be more realistic and stuff like that and so that was super super cool like backpack mods yeah yeah and so stuff like that and um like tattered apparel just it does make me think like how does that not like, I don't know, developing a game, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go, those clothes are going to be, be pristine. You can yeah. find clothes that are pristine, sure. sure. Or bu- like buying clothes that are pristine them. because they've been made, mm-hmm. right? Because you're the world has been... About 200 years after the... Right, the bombs. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, they've been... Yeah, the, you've obviously. you got civilization, you know, sure. quote-unquote civilization. But I mean, you're still going to find worn, yeah. tethered. Yeah, if I'm t- finding clothes in a dresser drawer, yeah. they're going to be falling apart from yeah. the moths and well there's probably not moths anymore <laughs> i'm still just i mean just sitting there and well yeah and the mole rats mm-hmm. the mole rats um cockroaches rad roaches one of my favorite mods for fallout 4 is the sim settlements where you can like just build mm. the settlements mm-hmm. uh with like the click of a button 
yeah. and just manage the the settlements from screens and stuff. Because mm-hmm. the settlement stuff was like a fine idea, but definitely felt like we're just going to tack this on. I liked the settlements, but no. the cus- the customization for it sucked. I hated building stuff for it. Like I always wanted yeah. to build like a base and stuff, but yeah. like I wish they added in like the lock-in mechanisms where it's like, you know, it'll click in. But they, I don't think they do. Oh, like snapping? Yeah, but there's yeah. a mod for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I think, no. No, that wasn't included with the apparel one. I forget what that one was. I can't remember. But there's like that mod and stuff like that. But also, like, I hate the first person aspect of it. Like, how you have to, like, walk around and do it. I right, wish yeah. it gave you the option to just be able to place everything instead yeah. of walking around. Well, so you it. figure, that's one thing that Starfield did, is that when you're building your outposts, there's a top-down view to like place the habitats that's, and things like that's that. That's what I'd fucking to do. Place the larger portions, mm-hmm. and they do snap together. Oh, good. Now, some of the snapping is not great. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, why won't that attach? And yeah. it'll just say like something's obstructed, but it doesn't like show you what or why. <laughs> Your mother. And so it's just basically like, yeah, that ain't gonna work. And you're like, why not? Yeah. Why not? You stupid, stupid bastard. <laughs> that's a good ass movie. Yeah. See Paul Allen's cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Do you have any other games? <laughs> nope, that's the whole segment. No. Okay, right. Right, right. thank you everybody so much for listening. No, um, it's a, it's another one that's like it's a fine game, it's mm-hmm. a good game, even. Mm-hmm. But Minecraft, once you go oh, mods, you don't yeah. go back. You can't, you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got like carts and shit like that, yeah. boats with uh, chests on them. Yeah, and like there's just so many. Th- like those are my favorite mods for Minecraft. Is like they're called like vanilla plus mods, mm-hmm. where it's like it still feels. It's just like yeah. Minecraft, but it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, like you said, the carts. Mm-hmm. Cut it out, dude. Hitching a horse onto a cart. Yeah. And you're, it's a game changer. And now yeah. there's camels. I got to get Minecraft fixed. Yeah, you do. We got to fucking play it, dude. Yeah. I want to make a... We got to mod that shit up. I want to make an actual, like, village. Yeah. You always say that. I know, and but then like... you lose motivation. Remember that one that we built? And you're like, this is the bakery, and this is the... Yeah, this. I just... We got to do... I got to make it... To where the villagers can actually work. Yeah. Because obviously they can't do that, but there can be like a farmer and shit like yeah. that. And like, a, well, a, and you figure there's mods for that too of like see? functional villages and shit. Yeah. I'm just like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like hiring villagers. Cause like if we just did that and then like you and I would build like another lighthouse yeah. or like a dock. Yeah. We're both build a castle on a hill. But yeah, no, Minecraft is definitely a good one of mods. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's some wild ass fucking mods for Minecraft oh, yeah. too, oh, yeah. like fucking industrial craft, mm-hmm. where you're just you can make steam powered shit. You can fucking there's oil, mm-hmm. you know, and you're drilling oil wells and fucking laying out quarries, mm-hmm. you know, and you're laying down conveyors and shit. Yeah, that was some hardcore shit. You can make cars. Mm-hmm. There's like the space there's a mod where you can go to the moon. Yeah. yeah, you can go to the moon, That's Mars. That's early shit too. Yeah, I remember watching videos about like shit like that when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Minecraft mod highlights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I do like mods in Minecraft that, like, I don't know. It sounds weird, but, like, add a new thing to learn. Okay. Like, or, we had furniture and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And we were like, oh, oh, okay. So then you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about early Minecraft was, like, the discovery. Yeah. And so then when it gets to a point of, like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing here and Got to do that, 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 that. You know, and you're to like you're you're to diamonds by like your third night, right. you know. And it's like, feels like you're speed running it. Yeah, no, I don't ever like speed. I don't like speed running it, but I don't like it taking too slow either. Yeah, like there's a certain point, there's a certain pace I have to be 
content with. So when you can add in stuff like that still feels natural, like the cooking elements Mm -hmm. um, or uh, I saw one where it was like straight up. You can hang a pig and like butcher it and stuff like that. Chop it up. You can make a knife and stuff and preserve it and cook it. Mm -hmm. That looked pretty cool. That looked a little like that's a lot. Yeah. Very in depth. And I do think that that's something that you have to watch out for is like that you don't have multiple in-depth mods yeah. where it feels like, oh Holy man, shit. everything I'm doing is just multi-steps. You yeah. Know? It's like we really focus in on cooking and farming or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because they kind of go hand in hand, yeah. right? Uh, and things like that. Like there was one in, uh, mod that I remember that was like you could build uh, like a, a, a borer, you know? So you just, it's basically a, uh, you put it on rails. And it just tunnels in, and it's basically a way to strip mine. Mm. And it's just a you start it with coal, and it and drills and throws everything that it drills into a chest behind it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of nice. You had to fill it with uh, with rails, so that way it could right, lay down the rails constantly. as it moves. Yeah, and if it ran out of coal or rails, you had to refill it, or mm-hmm. it would stop. And that was kind of nice. Um, Especially if it is only like one or two people and you're like, yeah. we got a fucking mine, you know, yeah. let's go ahead and yeah. cobblestone send that thing farm. Up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. I think, I think Minecraft's one that, like I said, once you start modding it, it you feels weird go to go back. Yeah. Cause there's just mods that you, that you miss. Yeah. Because there's a lot of those vanilla plus mods that like you were talking feel like, why is this not, this just feels so like part of the game. I still want to make the high resolution. I've I have Oh yeah, on your to, new computer you haven't done. I haven't been able to fucking do that and I want to where just the water looks it's real just precious and yeah, like, and you're like the, oh my god. What why is Minecraft making my end, like my my computer rev up? <laughs> like my god, the fans are about we'll to We'll have to go up. through maybe like tomorrow or the next night and we'll yeah. try to get Minecraft going. See yeah. what the fuck to What's do. What's going on, yeah. Um what, what do you think? What's your next one? It's not like a mod, but it is. <laughs> it's not on topic, but <laughs> but it kind of is. Um, we were also gonna like mention like games that were released kind of unfinished. Yeah, basically the the premise that we started with was like games that weren't necessarily good but got better. Mm-hmm. Either if that's with mods or with or updates. Yeah. Um, but No Man's Sky. Yeah. Was the one you know that's probably where, like the poster child. Yeah, which we've talked about. I know plenty of times before yeah. in the past, but like. But there's a lot of elements in No Man's Sky that makes me go, this should be in Starfield. Right, yeah. I did see a lot of that being in in reviews of, like, the exploration is not No Man's Sky, and if that's what you're after, just go play No Man's Sky. I guess, like, I love a lot of things about Starfield, but it's, like, the flying off the planets turning into a cutscene, I really... Yeah. didn't want i was hoping yeah. for be it to no be a, sky. a smooth you just see a planet yeah. fly to it land on it and then yeah. same thing with landing yeah oh my or god or being able to fly over the surface of the planet yeah yeah you and know? like because having to travel on foot because with you. no man's sky you can just boost it i mean you yeah. can fly all the way you can get you in can, orbit yeah you can fly off the planet fly around to the other side and land mm-hmm. yeah and uh you just can't do that and i was really hoping yeah. That was there, and I'm sure that there's probably going to be a mod for it at some yeah, point or an update. Towards it. But you figure they're already putting out mods to turn the UC into stormtroopers, so they're working their way. <laughs> there's going to be full, boom, full boom, Star boom, Wars boom, mods. Boom, I'm, I'm sure. going to be fucking on that shit. Yeah, I want the Millennium Falcon. 
Yeah. I don't know how to build dick. Yeah, dude. I've... My ships just look like ass. <laughs> I had the revolutionary idea to put modules next to each other instead of on top of each other because it just looked like I was flying a fucking Neapolitan ice cream sandwich, dude. <laughs> and just... <laughs> Boys to hop heavy, wobbling side to side, look like a slice of tiramisu. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen people like make like three stories tall of just like cargo and oh, like yeah. you can just fly it yeah that was me that was me actually you saw me uh except it wasn't cargo it was like i guess i'll put a fucking hab up there like now i got the <laughs> captain's quarters on the fourth floor and but it's not wide it's just tall it's just tall it's like, a, like one of those european apartments <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a townhouse <laughs> it's a four level house with the same square footage as a ranch yeah but uh, it's just thin and tall. Mm-hmm. That was my ship. And then I was like, what if I put these modules next to each other? And I was like, my God. First of all, it looks more aerodynamic. Yeah. Second of all, it doesn't look stupid. Mm-mm. No, but you can you can download stuff for like, I think, pre-builds or stuff like that. Yeah. Or you can like look up tutorials. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of mods. And like the what I like is that a lot of the mods that are out right now, because it's early and they're the easiest ones to implement, are like quality of life mods. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, now the vendors have more money, so you can sell more things to them. They need a fucking mini map. Bro, I don't know where the one fuck of the mods, I'm going. Ooh, that was a mod I was going to show you. So I need to, because you have Nexus, like Vortex on your computer because of me, don't you? To like download mods off of Nexus. Yeah. So we need to show you. One of the mods actually puts like you are here maps in the cities. Yo. And I like that. Yeah. Now, again. This is the one Bethesda game that setting-wise, it makes the most sense to have a mini-map mm-hmm. because it's not post-apocalyptic. It's mm-hmm. a, a thriving future yeah. <laughs> where it's like you would just have a mini-map on that fucking watch that yeah. they give you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's strange that they don't have a mini-map. But I don't mind an in-world you are here map. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind that. That's, you know, mall style. Yeah. And has like, you know, numbers 1 through 33 and you know, oh, all right, where am I at? All right, I do want to go there. All right, you know. I would just hate to think that in fucking 400 years and we're into in, you know, interstellar travel, we just can't fucking crack the nut of... Just can't uh, fucking like, do I got it. Google Maps. I can fucking pull it up now and do that. Yeah, that's what I want. I want the mini-map. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of any other like games that grab out at me that... Hmm? You heard me. I wonder if there's a modding scene on No Man's Sky. What do you mean? Like, are there mods for No Man's Sky? I imagine there would be. Yeah, but I wonder like... Like, is it, is it like, man, people are modding this shit. You know what I mean? Or is mm. it just like, eh, there's some mods, but they're not great. They don't I imagine it's probably just some mods because they're pretty frequent on the updates. updates. Yeah, they update so, often. It, like, I imagine they, it might be kind of hard to. Like, they released an unfinished product and everybody yelled at them and they took that shit personally mm-hmm. and went, we will make this up to you. I am yeah. so sorry. And they did. They really did. Yeah. They really did. We were talking, we were watching videos about it earlier, but Project Zomboid. Yeah. Now again, I don't think it like makes the game well. It does make the game better, better. but I don't think the game was bad to begin yeah, with. Yeah, it's not like man, this game needed this. Yeah, but like RV, like we've really been wanting to do like RV living like, and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just I think that's such a fucking cool idea. Yeah, but like I could understand something that intense why that wasn't thought of. And it's an indie game. It's a small team. Yeah, it's yeah. what like twelve guys in England. Something like that. Something like that could be. And it's also, it's a game that's been in development for a long time because they are a small mm-hmm. small studio, small group. I like it. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It goes to show that you don't have to have the best graphics for it to be a good game. Like, I have very vivid memories of downloading, like, the early demo for it. Mm-hmm. When it was like, you had to go to their website and download the, <laughs> the .rar, you know, and, like rip it and all that and then you're like all right i unzip the file now where do i you know and then it just it launched and it didn't have a menu or anything it just launched you into a game and there was like a story to the demo oh really yeah and then like once it was done it was done 
and me like looking up videos of like, all right, how do you do it? Like there's no tutorial to it. Mm. So you're like, looking up, all right, how do I use things? And you're like, oh, okay. You know, okay. I was like 14, you know? So the game's been in development for a long time. It's a good it's game. It's gone through so many iterations. It's a good game. That's another good example of like, we're just going to continue to work on it. Yeah. That's very common in like PC gaming and in indie gaming is like, we're just going to continue to work on yeah. this. Which I mean, honestly is cool. You can make a finished game and then still continue to work on yeah. it. But I don't think, I think a lot of times people are just releasing an unfinished game saying that they're going to update it. Yeah. And I feel like that's the threshold that they're trying to get away with it, saying like, yeah. oh, we're just going to keep updating it rather than the game coming out and it's done. And yeah. they're like, hey, we noticed this could have used some work, yeah. so we went ahead and did that. Yeah. Or it's it's a case of like, you know, and and again, you see it more often with indie games. They know it's unfinished, mm. but they're like, if I, I can't afford to continue working on this to finish it. Unless I put it out there, yeah. and you figure the long dark, yeah, that was is a, a really is a good work one. in progress game. I'd pay for that patronage. Oh yeah, like I want to. I I bought the way back when they first announced it. The um, tales from the far heart. Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. I don't remember what. Is it, it tales of the Carhartt? T- no. <laughs> <laughs> tales of the Carhartt. Someone gave my red my red man my dip. <laughs> I gotta get my chaw. Uh, tales from I don't remember what the. Tales of Two Kitties, Garfield? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Tales of the Two Titties, you ever seen that one? I have. Uh, I've, I've seen the last three minutes a few times. <laughs> I've seen the last 30 seconds. That's all I need, baby. I've seen the about the middle six minutes and then the last 30 seconds. <laughs> so many times, man. Skip the foreplay. I don't even know why they're doing it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going in here to do one thing, one thing, thing only. Yeah, I'm a to man on a mission <laughs> to sleep. Use that shit as melatonin. It's like warm milk for a kitten. That should put you down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, mods. Yeah. Speaking of mods, long dark, dude. The only mod we've ever played with is the the multiplayer. That's the all multiplayer. Needs. Yeah, it's the only that one. Is, that, yeah, it's a good game where you don't. And that need multiplayer any. mod was pretty good. Busting. Yeah. The only thing I think it probably could have done with is a little bit of balancing. Or like it felt super easy once there were two of us. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, things weren't duplicated or anything. No, but but I mean, we would be able we to could watch out easier. for each other. Yeah, you know. I mean, I guess, I guess. And there's the multitasking because your time is one of your resources essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we could kind of cheese it and like one of us sleep. Yeah. You know, and then time doesn't pass in world. Yeah, we'd wake up. <sighs> only like five in-game minutes yeah. passed. We're like, God damn. Is it food or? <laughs> God damn freezing out here. If I don't close my eyes, I'm going to pass out. Oh, man. So, yeah, the Long Dark multiplayer mod, again, that's one of our favorite types of yeah, mods. A good if you can turn a single player game into, into a, a game, multiplayer game. Yeah, that's fucking cash money right that's there. That's cheesing right there. Give me yeah. that cheese. <laughs> Stankrat needs his cheese. Yeah, Stankrat needs his cheese. What's his, is his handle just stankrat.ttv or whatever? Yeah, I think so. I think it is Stankrat. Because you gotta watch this shit. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not good at Tarkov and I don't have like. The, no, I rarely watch Twitch, but like, I always see his stuff on TikTok. TikTok yeah. He's just fucking killing fucking me. Kills me. Yeah. Yeah, just unload cheese. a mag on somebody yeah. and then be like, one tap, baby. Yeah, ah. one tap, baby. Come on, you know you want to loot it. Give yeah. me that cheese. Pop. 
stink rat needs his cheese. Stink rat needs his cheese. Or he'll be fucking cooking food. <laughs> yeah, he's making mac and cheese. Yeah, he's just sitting in one spot waiting. He's just over here cooking mac and cheese. <laughs> and then he hears footsteps, comes over wearing his fucking headset. chef's hat. Yeah, yeah, he's got his chef's hat on with his headset. <laughs> he'll, just fucking, an apron. he'll just fucking headshot somebody and then go back to cooking. <laughs> stink rat needs his cheese. <laughs> Anyways. Um, which, sorry, I said long dark, which you got. You didn't even give me another one? No, I said long dark. No, I did. But we can say you did. Okay, yeah, let's say I did. Because <laughs> you're running out of... No, um... You said Project Zomboid, and then I said long dark. I'm trying to think if there's any... I mean, we don't... I don't really mod a whole bunch of games. That's the thing. Yeah, I do. So I'm trying to think. I mean, I've modded Fucking, Sims. I say the Sims. Sims is 4 a big one. is a big one that is better, massively better yes. with mods. And the nice thing is they made it super easy to mod, too. Full penetration. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are those mods out there. That's all I'm getting. That's what always cracks me up. It's like, because for people that don't PC game or that don't mod on their PC, there's a website called Nexus Mods, which is pretty much the the mod site. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have their own proprietary like mod manager called Vortex. And so it's really nice because you can just download whole collections of mods or whatever mod packs or whatever mm-hmm. which is how we did our skyrim together yep and fucking, if you pull up sims you can go to collections <laughs> and almost all of them have nsfw and you're like god damn these sims players be thirsty as fuck yeah sims players are horny dude oh yeah they're like i mean if you're gonna simulate life you know what i mean let's see it <laughs> give me the facials mm-hmm. you're like what mm-hmm. why i want to see it yeah and you download it for curiosity and now you're the pervert yeah Come on now. Fat chance, man. Fuck you. You're the one who made it. Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity just kills the cat. Yeah. Oh, they were killing the cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were beating. butchering that thing. Like salami. <laughs> they were beating that cat. Anyways, that's foul. Now, the Sims 4 mods are dope. Yeah, they're like, pretty cool. There's plenty of them that are like... They totally expand on like the school system where it's like yeah it's like the going to work mm-hmm. except you just follow the kids mm-hmm. to high school and and then they turn around and made like a whole expansion back for that yeah. sim stuff you know uh, oh another one that's like that city skylines has a humongous modding community that makes it even better where you're like oh my god there's so many things that that fall into that camp of like mm-hmm. oh shit why was this just not in the game right um, and so then you know like a simple one. Is like being able to draw trees in a line like a fence. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just have to place trees individually, but you can just draw a whole line of hedges or whatever. So you can outline a park and trees with just a single click and drag as opposed to placing, placing 400 trees. You right. know what I mean? That'd be nice. And and like traffic management and things like that that make it because you're like, God damn it, my fucking traffic's always backed up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's happening? Um Another one that's like a great game on its own, but has some really good mods, Stardew Valley. Oh, Stardew Valley is good. I don't think I've played with any mods on Stardew Valley. There's one mod in particular. I can't remember what it's called, but it basically like shows you on the map where the NPCs are. Okay. That's a fucking life changer. That'd be nice to know, that's, especially is, if you're looking for somebody. Especially because like one of your first objectives or quests is like, say hello to everybody in town. Mm-hmm. And there's always like one or two people. Yeah, you, you just, just you're like, where the fuck are they? I can't find them. Yeah, um, and there's, like, mods that add in whole new NPCs that you can, like, romance and have a whole thing with. It was Abigail. Abigail all day, bro. <laughs> you just like her because she got that purple hair. Yeah, got that goth girl. Mm-hmm. 
she go from fucking Kim Possible got me down bad. Yeah, dude. Like she put me in a chokehold, little eight year old me, like <laughs> beating your little baby mm-hmm. dick. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I should I don't say think that. you said we should probably cut, cut that. Cut baby dick. Cut beating baby dick. <laughs> got my little thing. She had me fucked up. She had me in a chokehold. Yeah, she had me stupid. I'm trying to think, who was my first, like, I don't know if I had, like, a cartoon crush. Mine was Shigo, and then, um, dude, Mrs. Incredible. Bro. Damn. But again, like, I didn't recognize her as being thick until I was older, and then I was like, God damn. Nah, bro. I mean, I was on that shit since I was five. Turn around, and you see her in those fucking tights, and I was like, no. Yo. <laughs> I've been pointing from the rip, bro. I was born horny. <laughs> I came out of the womb Erect. bricked. That's awful. <laughs> the doctor was like, oh, no. He must have a priapism. Check him for brain damage. <laughs> no, man was just horny. Man was just looking for a nut. Call me a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull said it best. <laughs> just a squirrel trying to get his nut. nut. <laughs> Dolly, let's go. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> Mr. 305. <laughs> Picture me with a Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fucking Pitbull's a dunce, dude. Nah, dude. He's a legend. <laughs> he, <laughs> Have you seen the picture of Pitbull in the Walmart at Alaska? Yes. <laughs> Just arms all wide. <laughs> like, what? What the fuck? Uh, do you think he thinks he's a wash-up now? Pip, I do. Pitbull fucking just feels like a a myth. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like... He's a deity. Yeah. No. No, deity's too prevalent. He feels more like... <laughs> Folklore. Yeah. He's like John Henry. <laughs> Without any of the impressiveness. You know, John Henry had like a feat that he did, yeah. you know? This is just Pitbull. He made a lot of music. <laughs> I got that culo. Culo. <laughs> he made music with better, like more famous pop stars for about four years and then mm-hmm. just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made some bang club music. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, Pitbull's my favorite kind of mod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You take any Kesha, Katy Perry, you know. Other generic pop star. T-Pain. T-Pain song. T-Pain was Neo. Fucking throw Pitbull on there. Modded that thing. Fine, yeah. Yeah. It opens up with a... It opens up with a... Mr. 305. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Dollar. Dollar. (laughs) So, I don't know. I'm sure there's more more games out there that are... uh, Need to be modded or yeah. or have great mods, but those are the. If ones you know that any games mind. that need to be modded or have yeah. really good mods on them that you recommend to us, definitely yeah. let us know. It's simply one mailbag at gmail dot com for sure. What uh, what you been thinking about, Chris? I think what you meant to say is welcome back to Chris's Grifted Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So actually, this week uh, I've talked about it in the past, and I know you have mentioned it to me, so I'm finally going to talk about it. We're going to be talking about SCP. If you don't know what that means, yeah, you know me. Um, Secure, contain, protect. It means sucking cock. Um, no, yeah, it means uh, two things. So it means one of them is special containment procedures or uh-huh. secure, contain, and protect. Yeah, special containment procedures is like their their that's the main that's them. That's the hub. Yeah, that's them, and then their mantra is secure, secure contain, 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 protect. Um, so I just have what exactly it is. Yeah. So it, we should it, clarify. Because we didn't with the back rooms, and my dad was like, are people fucking insane? <laughs> this is basically, it's not actually, like, no no healthy person 
<laughs> goes, this is real. Well, this is a, a creative writing project. I mean, since you. Yes, and yeah. The and back, then there's the, people like me who believe it. The unhealthy people. Well, I mean, say what you want. You believe that the backrooms exist? <clears throat> I believe something like them could exist. In the sense of, like, slipping into a wormhole or a different universal plane. Sure. I mean, I don't know how the fucking universe works. Do you? So, I guess... Okay. So, do you believe that it's possible in enough of a way that you would alter your lifestyle? No. Okay. So, yeah, because... No, no most, I'm not, not going to walk outside and be like, I'm going to be very careful what I do today because so I don't slip back into rooms. the back rooms. But it is something that's like... There's a non-zero chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I could see something's like... I mean, yep. Yeah. Am I more likely to get struck by lightning on my way to win the lottery? Probably. Much more so. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, maybe it, it, could, it could happen. Um, but the specifics are what's... The SCP Foundation is a large organization specializing in containment of anomalous creatures or objects to protect mankind and to study them to create scientific breakthroughs. They have many different faculties, um, or excuse me, they have many different facilities and containment areas across the world, most of them specializing in containing certain types of anomalous creatures or objects. There are three main cases of SCPs. Uh, Safe, meaning that the object is either mostly harmless, easily contained, or both. Um, Is it Euclid? Euclid? Euclid. Euclid. Euclid objects or creatures are dangerous and have an unknown movement pattern or uh, have some other effect. These aren't as easy to contain as safe class SCPs, but aren't as hard to contain as Keter class SCPs. Keter meaning the object is too dangerous to mankind, it has powerful mind-controlling abilities, and has an XK class uh, end-of-the-world event and can cause class reality failure event. Can extremely... Can extremely rapidly reproduce or regenerate or have other extremely dangerous effects these types of scps are extremely hard to contain so we're going to be talking about some of them yeah so i pulled up <clears throat> a lot of them like i pulled up one where it was like a bloody or yeah as a key it was like scp like 7006 or something oh, like yeah. that um and it's like it wasn't it was a a safe one mm-hmm. right but it was a key but if you leave it on a key ring with other keys, over time it will mold into that key. Okay. So, but I thought that was interesting for the yeah. government to be like, yeah, we got to take that. You know, we yeah. got to see what the fuck it is. Like, yeah. how does it do that? Just depending on the key, that's a pretty that's a dangerous dangerous thing, thing to have. Uh, now, now, I do want to preface because I do think it's important to like give credit. SCP is a creative writing project. Facts. I mean, it's no, an it's, actual... no, no, no. Honestly, it's a creative writing project <laughs> yeah. where, like, every one of these has been created by somebody. By somebody. Yeah. Um, where, like, there's a full website that's basically like the SCP wiki, and every entry is that's uh, right where I'm at. Yeah. Every entry is written by somebody that invented a new SCP mm-hmm. or expanded on. Oh, that was a really neat idea. But then this. Yeah. Um, and so I do think it's impressive. So I try to look up just a couple different ones. Um, I have one here, uh, the SCP. 1696 and it is called the guest okay um if the object class is a keter so it's the hardest and yeah. extremely dangerous yeah um what it does it periodically visits a random person on earth compelling all who sees it to aid it in finding and capturing its chosen target upon reaching the target uh, it captures them under the sheet it wears securing them in a presumably extremely painful way um let's see 
things, you know. Per, per the fi- per the file, uh, why does it get its classification? So why is it so dangerous? Yeah. Um, it comes and goes whenever it feels like it, and if it ever decided it didn't want to come back to its containment cell, we have literally no, no way, way of forcing it. it. Uh, there is nothing the Foundation can do to prevent its active hunting phases. If it targets you, you will die. Even worse is it's entirely impossible to plot to do it harm. You cannot ask someone to kill it for you. You cannot ch- attack it yourself. You cannot even try to set an emotion of chain of events uh, that might end it in th- end its demise. You will always be compelled never to harm it and, it, and even to actively protect it. I thought that was pretty... Yeah, pretty it's interesting. Just, it's yeah, it's just, just you through. can't kill it. I know that there's one that's like a gas mask. Okay. That I think, if I'm remembering correctly, like if you put it on, it like transports you to like World War One. Oh. And you're kind of like, if you uh, die there, you just die mm-hmm. where you put the mask on it. And then there's one that's like a pill that's like a cure all. Oh wow. Like regardless of what ails you, if you take this pill, you're good. Be going to Amsterdam or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have that pill in my back pocket. For what? Huh? Why would you need the pill? Uh, like sightseeing and stuff like that. Yeah, but what do you mean? I mean, you, we're not from Europe. What do you so mean by that? We're not, like, not from Europe, so I just don't want to get any illnesses or sicknesses. What illnesses? In Amsterdam. Like the plague or something. What are you doing in Amsterdam? <laughs> You're getting diseased. What are you... <laughs> Get off me, man! Why are you asking me so many fucking questions, man? <laughs> what is this, Jeopardy? Yeah, what is this, Jeopardy? <laughs> so, I have here uh, SCP-4666, the Yule Man. What'd you call me? The Yule Man. It is an object class keter. Okay. Um, so, what it does is, in winter, it stalks the homes of families from remote <laughs> locations. It stalks the homeless? It stalks the homeless. <laughs> Shaking a pair of house keys at it. Ooh. <laughs> you know what this unlocks? A home. <laughs> oh! Ah! No. <laughs> in winter, it stalks the Just homes. Spilling of- soup in front of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're ripping dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been useful for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. In winter, it stalks the homes of families in remote locations who have at least one child under the age of eight over the course of 12 days. At the end of 12 days, two options, or two things happen. Why gets its classifications? Uh, according to the Foundation, it's likely an ancient creature, and all of its years of being, the fo- being on the Foundation's radar it has never been contained. The best... Uh, the best the SCP Foundation can do is monitor its locations. Monitor its locations where it's likely to appear. Um, in its active phase, which has been recorded to be from December twenty-first to twenty-second to tw- January first to second, SCP forty-six sixty-six. Uh, it stalks families who meet in the following criteria: live north of forty north latitude has at least one child under the age of eight, is in an isolated location with lots and lots of snow. The first few nights are relatively harmless, with only with only the young child seeing things of the creature. After the eighth night, however, the eighth night, however, the rest of the family will begin to detect the creature's presence, which is understandably which will understandably create growing sense of paranoia. By the twelfth night, one of two things will happen. 
85% of the events, the Yule Man will brutally torture and murder the young child's family in front of them, before kidnapping the child and forcing them underground where they must make gruesome toys until they are so tired, hungry, and thirsty that they can't move anymore. Once they are no longer suitable for labor, they become new parts to use uh, to make the toys. 15% of the events, um, the Yule Man has chosen you has chosen to give you one of his fabulous toys. Sure, it may be made of flesh, hair, and nails or whatever, but you, and you might be scarred for the rest of your life for having received it, but it's far better than the alternative. <laughs> so either I mean, your yeah. family gets killed in front of you and you get worked to death, or, or you get a gross-looking gross, toy. Yeah, you get a, yeah, you get a creepy, uh, you know, knick-knack. So, I mean... I mean, I mean. <laughs> what are you going to do there, you know? Do you have uh, SCP-173 on there? No. So I, I think that's an important one to talk about because it's the very first SCP written. Okay. Do you want me to talk about it? Sure, yeah, no. Fucking go for it, I guess. I mean, this is my corner, but... I said I don't want to hijack your corner. I'm just nah, giving, that's giving your, you a wreck. Kind of already are. I'm <laughs> fucking with you. Good. So SCP-173. So I got SCP... <laughs> Did you pull them up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, SCP-173 is known as the sculpture. And if you've seen or experienced any, like... SCP video games or anything like that, he's probably you've probably seen him. Mm. Uh, he is a sculpture that has to be watched at all times, otherwise he animates and moves freely. Eesh. And so, like, I'm thinking, huh? Thinker, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and so he'll he'll move and he'll snap the necks of anybody in his vicinity. So everybody has to like in the games and stuff and in, in literature about it and things like that. One of the tropes is that like you move in teams and you have to announce when you're going to blink. And oh, things wow. like that, because you're like, all right, I got to blink. All right, we're clear, you know, and then somebody else is free to blink. Yeah, because so in, in that multiple split people second, have to he can move in and snap your neck, right? If nobody's watching them, so you have to synchronize your blinks and things like that. And then, like one of the SCP, I think it's called SCP Containment Breach, mm-hmm. is the video game. He's like the main, like enemy, I guess that you're avoiding. Sure. And there's a blink. How fast can he move? Like. <laughs> Like, you blink, he's, if he's yeah, 100 if, yards away, he's if, on you. Well, not not that fast, but, like, if he's in the same room as you, you got to try and get away out of that room yeah. before you blink, because otherwise he can get you. Yeah. And so in the SCP Containment Breach, it has a meter in the bottom left of, like, when you're going to blink. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, click a button to blink. You know, all right, I'm getting ready to come around this corner. Oh, fuck, i got to blink. You know, I'm going to go ahead and blink now. That way it refills before I go in. But so that's a neat, you know, element yeah. of, like, having a blink. Yeah. But yeah, so he's the first one. Like, show, like I said, he shows up in all kinds of other Sure. Because he's the first one. Canon event. Mm-hmm. I do have one that's, like, it's funny, but it is, like, what an <laughs> interesting, like, yeah, I guess that's, like, that's not good. Right. Right. Uh, SCP-871, self-replicating cake. Yeah. Uh, which they deem to be Keter, which is, I mean, the most dangerous it can be. Yeah, right. Uh, what does it do? Self-explanatory. It self-replicates every 24 hours. Failure to eat nearly every cake in the 24-hour time frame results in a new incidence of its SCP-871 manifesting. So, I mean, yeah, if you don't eat, you know, let's say it repeats just once. If you don't eat that second cake within that 24 hours, it starts replicating. Now got so now four, you have four cakes. Yeah, it's so exponential yeah, growth. Yeah, you got to be on that shit. Yeah, because it'll very quickly become... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Why it gets its classification? Eat the cake so they'll keep duplicating over and over and over again. Can you destroy them in other means? Yeah. It says is if any of the one incidences of these cakes starts duplicating out of control, the file eliminates the world. Uh, the world will be overrun and with cake and become uninhabitable 
within 80 days. Sure. But it says no. Looks like you have to eat it. Damn. So it's somebody's job at SCP to just eat chocolate eat cake. cake. No, it's not specified if it's chocolate. Just the yeah. thumbnail of chocolate. So you probably got a team of people that are like, all right, everybody, it's cake. Yeah, yeah. who uh, who's taking the cake home today? They got to eat it. No, no, no. They don't let you take it home. Oh, yeah, you got to. It's got to be done before it leaves. That, that way they know where yeah, it's at. Yeah, they know it's done. You got to yeah. come in and eat it. Um, and then I got one more here. Yeah, so I thought this one was interesting. Uh, maybe, like, what it says isn't too interesting, but, like, the concept, the concept of it is pretty interesting. So it's SCP-001, uh, when day breaks, is what it's called. Um, and it's, uh, classes an Apollyon. Okay. Which, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but what it does, it's the sun. If the sun were ever an SCP capable of transforming living beings into slimy, zombie-like abominations with its rays. Okay. Uh, so obviously this is like a 10 out of 10. Um, what do you do when the sun turns against you with natural light turning you into horde slime-like creatures forever suffering, never dying? But what if, like, because I know that there's that movie, what is it, Finch? Yeah, with Tom yeah, Hanks yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. the sun rays is, like, so much. But yeah. I think a concept like that of, like, yeah, I mean, it broke through the yeah. ozone layers and just the UV rays. <laughs> Fuck. There's a up. really cheesy zombie-ish movie from the 80s mm. called The Night of the Comet, I think. Okay. And it's where a comet passes over, and basically if you weren't under, like, an aluminum roof or, like, a metal roof of some kind, uh, you got turned into a... I think it was... If you were outside directly exposed, you were just, like, vaporized. And then if you were inside but not sheltered from, like, radiation or whatever, you were turned into a zombie. And so, like, the main character is a girl that, like, works in the movie theater, and she was in the the like the the box mm-hmm. basically and so because it's a metal room yep. she was fine but like everybody in the theater turns into zombies from the comet and like I said it's kind of a cheesy sure. 80s movie but it kind of made me think of that of like this radiation turning into a zombie I like that that's pretty cool that was the last one I had I just figured yeah. I'd read a couple I mean, if you guys have any SCPs you want me to read or anything like that you can definitely let I've me know I've got one that I think will make you go oh, yeah they know me it's the shy guy. Okay. SCP-096. Okay. So he is a pursuer. Um, he is basically, uh, <clears throat> he's this gaunt man who's, you know, he's pale, long-limbed, um, you know, and has like a pretty horrifying face. I'm going to show you a picture of him. Ooh. And his whole deal is that if you see his face, he's going to chase you until he catches you. And, like, you can get on a plane, you can fly away, whatever. He'll find, He'll find you. you. He'll get you. Um, and he generally pursues you, like, in a sprint. So it's not like it follows, where it's just a well, lumbering thing. space. Right. He'll, he'll get to you. How? How? I don't know, man. <laughs> you would have to get to space first. I can fucking do that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. I forgot about that. So um, I'm on Screen Rant. Screen Rant has, like, a list of... Some of them, like, must-reads or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that even though it seems like an inverse of the sculpture, you know, SCP-173, of, like, don't look at him, yeah. right? The difference being even drawings or videos of him can set him off. Really? So he has this, like, omniscient, he knows when someone's seen what he looks like, mm-hmm. and then he's, I'm going to go get him and kill him. Well, I'm thinking about him right now, and I'm fucking here, so. <laughs> and we just looked at that picture of him. But we yeah, we know, did. We don't know where he's at, though. 
How long is it going to take him to get here? I'm fucking making sure my closet's open when I go to bed. <laughs> You're a sociopath. I'm fucking making sure nothing's in there, bro. Oh, 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 I thought you were just like, that's how fucking not scared I am. I'm no. just sleeping in the closet open. No, I fucking t- keep a light on, bro. I don't even care. <laughs> Someone give me my nightlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My little cloud. Yeah. But that's all I got. What you been thinking about? Big cheese. Daddy needs that stink cheese. Stink rat needs his cheese. <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. We've uh, been playing Battlefield a lot lately. Yeah. We started playing Labyrinthine. Yeah, that's I yeah. Know we've been talking about needing that's to do That's what I was it. thinking about actually. Was Labyrinthine. And yeah. we've been we're in this mine and it's hard as fuck. And we, yeah, but we it, got a pretty decent system down. Well, but the game crashed. Your game crashed. Yeah. And we had to restart. Dude, that's gonna that's but now we've got to be so a, fucking long. Yeah, but at least now we've got a... Because we got to go all the way back to the fucking line. we got to get all this shit for the third well, no, line. So it looked like we saved everything except for the iron shavings. So we just grab the iron shavings, make the thermite go. While you do that, I'll grab the shovel and the coal. Well, I don't think that'll be ready yet. Well, if you go put it up there, put the thermite. You'll be standing there ready, yeah. 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 But no, I mean Labyrinthine's a good little game, dude. It is. It's scary. Like mm-hmm. there were there were times. It, so it has. Yeah, I think a hard, it loses its. It loses its thing as soon as you get killed by the beast. Yeah. Or whatever the monster is. Yeah. But when you don't know what it is, or even still in the like, we were in the mines for quite a bit, so mm-hmm. I could understand. Um, like getting desensitized. Yeah, because we were in there for like forty minutes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. IRL. Yeah. So. IRL. IRL. Um. LMAO. <laughs> no, but so I could definitely see like why it was desensitized, but there are times where we're like walking, we can just hear it. And we're <laughs> yeah. I think about the catacombs. Oh, dude, with the skeletons. Horrifying. Dude, they would fuck you up too. Yeah. Like, and like they were quick, quick and smaller and somewhat more quiet. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot more, there was a bigger element of like coming on a corner and there it is. You're like, <laughs> with the minor, minor, I barely know her. Um, with the, and the other thing in the catacombs is the, the grates that would drop down between us. Dude, whenever that happened, I was right behind you. I'd be like, we get separated <laughs> and it's just like the holding on to the bar and you're like, I'll remember you. And you just keep moving. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I gotta I try to fucking find my way around and yeah. just not die. Yeah. Or if we were being pursued. Dude, the, the catacombs took forever like, for us to get out. I love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ended up splitting up, didn't we? In the catacombs, yeah, hard many times. Just because it was like, you you can't. Yeah, but we got a pretty solid system with like laying shit down, like yeah. for as far like as like sticks to like mark out. And we've been doing color coding, which we didn't think we didn't yeah. think was gonna help. But then my my big brain came in fucking clutch. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, we'll just make this one blue, and yeah. if we're branching out, make it yeah. a different color. I did think we got a little out of hand with the red. I think, yeah. As soon as we hit the red. Well, because I'm not going to lie, I didn't think we'd be in that fucking line for that long. I yeah. thought we would have yeah. been out by now. Yeah. But finding four goddamn cranks. Yeah. And that's why we can't go see wrestling, because you're too busy <laughs> thinking about Benson's crank. Yeah. I think about the, the not the hedge maze. Well, not the corn maze, but the hedge the maze. The hedge maze, yeah. The second Dude, chapter. that monster was scary. Because there's like three different monsters in that map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when we were out in the open. And oh my god. Like, just blood curdling scream. <laughs> and just taking off. And just, I'm dead. We're both dead silent. Yeah. 
just I'm my character is in yours. Yeah. I mean, just so close to you. But I just think about me seeing the monster from like in the fog. Where I'm like, what is that out there? Is that something? And then I see it break the like the barrier in yeah. the view distance, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, run! And I bolted down into the hay into the hedge, and I just didn't turn around. I was like, well, hopefully mm-hmm. he made it. Like, I hope he's alive. That was when you turned, and the vines grew up, and I was right behind you, and I was like, oh, <laughs> but I think about that time. That, yeah, I did. I screamed, run! At just in a blood curdling scream and i took off and i didn't you know i don't I'm, i hope he listened you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i turn around and you're like in my ass <laughs> yeah. and i'm like oh thank god i thought you were dead because i was like did he get uh-uh. you and you're like no no no, i'm right uh, behind I'm, you i'm in you <laughs> phasmophobia I, I you need to get this an oculus phasmophobia yeah because phasmophobia i feel like phasmophobia would be super scary on oculus but it's just it's really lost its sense of fear because there's a system yeah and like you know you're safe you're... you know you're safe until it hunts you know what i mean yeah and so like there is an element of like well i'm not scared to go into the house right off rip right off rip because that's the hard part with any horror game i think is like it's scary at first until until you get scared enough times and then you kind of learn the okay you know so i, I want to see a horror game where you don't see the monster like, because the thought of, like, walking in the dark, like, with the real shitty flashlight, and then just seeing, like, the hand of the monster, like, right on the door frame, and just quickly, like, scoot back. Like, ah! yeah. yeah, right. I think of, like, uh, the movie Signs. Yeah. When you see the alien's leg in the cornfield, when he, like, drops the, the, the flashlight because he hears a rustle behind him, mm-hmm. and he, like, picks it up and, like, is beating on the flashlight. The light comes on and he like points it down, and you just see the leg tuck into the corn, and he's like, <laughs> and like takes off running. That's horrifying, yeah. you know. It's that less is more kind of mm-hmm. thing uh, of like, oh my god, I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, but and the that fact was that it was like just right there. The idea, like, if he hadn't gotten the light on it, would it have would have gotten, gotten him? him? Right? Yeah. Um, or like, I think about the that's such a good scene uh, is when the news is showing like the first sighting, right? Mm-hmm. And it's at, like at a birthday party in Mexico, and you got Joaquin Phoenix sitting in the closet with the TV, and he's like watching. He's like, you know, Vamanos kids, you know. <laughs> and it's just you hear the kid, one of the kids go, "It's behind," and then just at the end of the alley, it just crosses the street, and it's like that grainy. You still don't get a perfect view of it, but you can but see the, like you can the silhouette yeah. almost. And it's that, oh god, it's the first time you've like seen it, you know. And the fact that it's like in daylight, and yeah, fucking Mexico is just saying that they got it now. <laughs> yeah, I saw a fucking meme that was that alien and it was Sigourney Weaver from Alien 3 with like the <laughs> you, you know, where, with the saw, aliens in her face I saw one where <laughs> when she's bald yeah, you know? yeah. yeah I saw one where it was like and they made it look just like the, the display yeah and they were showing it and like it was like a real cinematic camera and they just start cutting in this cake. <laughs> you know, it's the cake challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, is this real or is it cake? There is a cake. But that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to give us a great review. Five stars on iTunes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. That way you get notified when we post. Uh, we go for every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're pretty good on that. Yeah. We've only missed one. One. And that was planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. It was just too beefy for us. Uh, <laughs> which rarely happens. 
Uh, but now, I mean, if people want to get in touch with us, give us their feedback, their thoughts, their favorite cryptid or their favorite uh, SCP. SCPs or their favorite mods. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you can good. always let us know. Uh, you know, our socials, our Instagram, Facebook is Simply Wilm Podcast. You can always check out our Twitter handle, which is Wilm underscore Simply. Or, you know, you can always just leave us an email at simplywilmmailbag at gmail.com. We're right. pretty active on that shit. So yeah, uh, yeah. send us an email. Yeah. Let us know. That's right. Do it. Yeah. Right now. No, fuck. Like, Don't fucking think about it. Just do yeah. it. You're listening to this on the phone, most likely. You yeah. got an email on your phone. Just. It's 2023. Just send an email right now. It's not hard. Yeah. It's not fucking hard. <laughs> like. We want to hear your guys' reactions. We want to hear your yeah. comments, your critique. <laughs> they just start criticizing us personally. Like, oh, wait. They've never seen us in like fucking fatties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> what? I can hear how high your cholesterol is. <laughs> What the fuck? I can tell from how breathy you are that you're just struggling to live fat. Dude, I, like, I did eat a big dinner. I mean, I ate a lot. I'm, I am breathy tonight. Yeah. There's people that like walk into a business and then have to sit down. Because <laughs> they're like, let me get my breath. And they're just sweaty and full. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's us. I'll see old people like that in Walmart. Mm-hmm. And like... I'm a big believer. I think if you hit a certain age, you should probably take a test to see if you can drive every year. I thought you were going with the euthanasia route. And I was like, yeah, you oh, got to yes. take a test. You got to take a test to decide whether you deserve to live anymore. I'm like, my God, that's very. I mean, are you really helping society? Then what are you doing? <laughs> Next week. Next week. Uh, we're going to watch The Creator. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's next week. Yep. Yep. That looks. Okay. It's from the same guy that did uh, Rogue One. Yeah. And I can see that from the cinematography of, like, the ground combat. Was it a Mets game or maybe a Jets game that they had? It was a publicity stunt that they did, but they just sent a bunch of people to the the game, like the baseball game, uh, looking like the AI. Oh, no, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, like, a bunch of people were like, what the fuck? Like, no one knew yeah, what right. it was. Like, right. what the fuck is this? And it blew up on Twitter, and then everyone's like, oh, okay. No. no, I didn't see anything of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they did full, like, VH or uh, VSF uh, makeup and stuff on the back of their head, making it look VFX? like... VFX? VFX. SFX? Yeah, FSX. Special effects music makeup. Um, making them look see-through through, like, the back of the head and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Yeah, the cinematography from the trailers that we've seen of, like, the camera being on the ground amongst the mm-hmm. combat... Is very Rogue One, and mm. I think that's probably the best part of Rogue yeah, One. No. Is like the last third of the battle on and the, the battles do look dope. Yeah, so I am excited for that. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to see. I am, I'm, and like I like a good sci-fi movie. Yeah, I love sci-fi. So I like sci-fi more than I like fantasy. I think. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think we just get less good sci-fi than we do good. Uh, I would agree. Fantasy. A lot of the fantasy that comes out is better than the sci-fi. Not because yeah. sci-fi isn't good, just because we haven't seen a good story in a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, the story does look kind of standard, yeah. you know, but I mean, if the action's good and the acting's good. I mean, you got to think Dune's a sci-fi. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, John David Washington, isn't that his name? Yeah, it's John David, isn't it? Something like that. Denzel Washington's son. I can't think of his middle, uh, John David? John, is it, is it, <laughs> just keep asking, is it John David? John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name, too. Whenever he comes out. The people always shout, there's John It's John Jacob. David Washington. I was correct. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Na, 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 na. Holy shit, I can't remember. I can't believe I remembered that riddle. Yo, it's got Ken Watanabe in it. Yo! Why were you so loud? 
<laughs> just like, yo, it's got so and so. It's got Ed Watanabe. And you're like, yo! <laughs> just blowing out the fucking like. Yo, it's got Benedict Wong in it. Yo! <laughs> it's got Gemma Chan in it. Yo! <laughs> Let's fucking wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the episode, Chris. Bye. Bye.